Freedom Guns is your local gun store for the Rockledge Cocoa area in Brevard County, Florida. Stop in and meet Mike and the gang and see the great deals they have on long guns, handguns, accessories, ammunition, AR build kits, and Liberty safes that come with free delivery and installation. They're located at 1255 Florida Avenue, just north of Rockledge High School. For more information, check them out at freedom-guns.com. Tell them you heard about them on the Shooting Straight Radio podcast. The Shooting Straight Radio podcast is proudly sponsored in part by The Gun Sight in Merritt Island with a nine-lane, 25-yard indoor shooting range, handgun and machine gun rentals, a fully stocked gun store with plenty of long guns, handguns, ammunition, and accessories to choose from. They're your one-stop shop in Merritt Island for all things necessary to responsibly exercise your Second Amendment right. Check them out at gunsightrange.com or stop by in person at 125 South Banana River Drive. And make sure you tell them that you heard about the gun site on the Shooting Straight Radio Podcast. and loaded on the Shooting Straight Radio podcast. This is the podcast all about firearms, the Second Amendment, and all things pertaining thereto. And I am Royce, your host, pouring it to you from both barrels with 100% felt recoil and no suppressor at all. Got a lot to talk about, got a lot of good and uh, negative feedback on the last podcast. Uh, well, I figured out what happened. The truth is the truth. And when you start pouring truth into a society that's been filled with lies, it's only natural to get some sort of a pushback from those who love the lies. So we're going to get right into things today. And I want to remind you that if you're a, uh, a white Christian constitutionalist or conservative, The media and the infringement cartels and every federal agency within the Department of Justice 
is actively waging a cold war against you right now. You, me, and every other person who adheres to, upholds, and defends the Constitution of the United States. You can see that every time the media reacts to a court decision that actually upholds and defends the Constitution, in particular, the Second Amendment. They begin to you know, scream and weep and wail and gnash their teeth because they don't like the Constitution. The Constitution forbids the government. The Constitution is a restriction upon government, and the Marxists love to be nothing but big government. They worship big government. It is their big brother. It is their God, and it's hardly any wonder that they react the way they do. First, let's deal with the infringement cartels because they're up to some new things these days. And an article from the National Shooting Sports Foundation by Larry Keene. I want to share a little bit of that with you. And the title of it is, Gun Control Looks to Dry Up Legal Talent for the Gun Industry. And, you know, I kind of had a feeling this was going to be happening soon, even though I thought, well, maybe they won't think of it. Well, they did. And what they're doing, they're actually going into universities, law universities, and to uh, university campuses, and they're trying to train law students uh, to basically fight against the Second Amendment and the right to keep and bear arms. They're trying to get them to actually pledge to never, ever represent any portion of the firearm industry or its interests in court. In other words, they're trying to make it so the gun industry doesn't have any attorneys. So this is uh, quite a, a backhanded, underhanded play that they're making, and I know they probably are hoping they're going to be wildly successful about it. But um, as uh, Mr. Keene said, it's a uh, they're taking a page from the famed Elizabethan era bards Henry the Henry the Sixth as the next play on foisting gun control on the American public. Shakespeare wrote in that play, "The first thing we do, let's kill all the lawyers." Well, I can appreciate that sentiment to a certain degree, but when they're trying to rid the nation of attorneys that will actually uphold and defend the Constitution, as far as I'm concerned, that's an act of subversion, and the people doing that need to be arrested and tried for treason against the United States. Soft treason, though it may be, doesn't matter. They are committing treason because they are actively waging war against the Constitution in so doing. Now, I realize this might be the long game, but uh, it is their game nonetheless. They're playing every end of the game. Short game, long game, middle game, doesn't matter. They're out to disarm us, and you know why. I'm going to read you some of the article. It says, Gifford's Courage to Fight Gun Violence and March for Our Lives Gun Control Groups. That's the new name of Gifford's group, by the way. Gifford's Courage to Fight Gun Violence. As if you, in other words, what they're saying is, if you don't uphold gun control and support it, then you don't have courage. I digress. Gun control groups headed by former U.S. Rep. Gabby Giffords and anti-gun billionaire Michael Bloomberg, respectively, are canvassing campuses to convince law students to sign a pledge that they won't represent the firearm industry or firearm owners when it comes to protecting and preserving Second Amendment rights. The gun control groups pledge uh, it peddles verifiably false claims to convince the aspiring lawyers that the firearm industry is responsible for viol 
I'm sorry, is responsible for violent crime in America. Yeah, not criminals, not gang violence, not the illicit drug trade. They're blaming the industry for crimes committed by violent offenders and ignoring basic legal foundations to sway law students to deny legal services to companies and individuals who follow the law. Hmm, now did you catch that? They don't want to just do you know denude the gun industry of attorneys. They don't want you to have an attorney either to defend yourself if you get arrested after having to defend yourself with a firearm. This is insidious people and it's also assault an assault on the 6th amendment which you know which codifies our right to legal representation. So this is a double pronged illegal assault against the right to keep and bear arms and the people therewith. So now switching gears, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm so wrong that I feel like an idiot later on, but I can't help but feel that a major false flag event is coming soon. Whether it be AI generated or some other thing, it, I, I'm feeling it. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm an idiot. I hope I go make myself a nice big old hat out of tinfoil and sit in a corner and call myself a jackass. But man, it sure feels like it's coming. First, you got Biden and the other Bolsheviks out there. As I said in the last podcast, they're denigrating us, dehumanizing us, and justifying any hatred and violence against us. They've been doing that for a while, but now they're flat out calling us terrorist. That's right. If you uphold and defend the Constitution, as far as they're concerned, you're a terrorist. If you're part of the gun industry, I'm tripping over my tongue here. I'm so ticked off. If you're part of the gun industry, you're a terrorist. That means yours truly behind this little blue mic. That means I'm a terrorist, according to them. Yes, but then you got right after these statements coming out very boldly and strongly, suddenly you got these fed boys dressed up like some sort of a Patriot front group marching through the Washington mall as if they were Patriots. Uh, no permit to march, which is impossible to get unless of course you are the fed. They had a, a thronging uh, police escort, these guys surrounding them on bicycles, riding with them, walking with them, making sure they were not harmed. You've never seen that to that degree for any other group marching in Washington. Then the media uh, and their unhinged, violent sycophants and the socialist idiots who so hungrily swallow their every word calling us terrorists, white supremacists, white nationalists, and therefore the biggest threat to our democracy, as they say. And then suddenly, you got 30 tons of ammonium nitrate disappearing off of a trail of a, a train car in transit. Now, yes, I totally, I totally understand. It could have been an accident. It could have been. It's funny that the SEALs, were still unbroken when it arrived where it was going. Uh, I don't know what happened yet, but it's just funny. It, it wasn't funny that it happened. Things like that have happened before. What's funny was, and when I say funny, I mean peculiar. What's peculiar is the way it's been reported. 
it's by making immediate references to terrorists using it for bombs and the Oklahoma City bombing, which according to them was uh, was uh, perpe- uh, perpetuated by white nationalist Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, I think there was a whole lot more people involved in that, and a lot of them had badges on. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that another program. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I'm working on a podcast where I'm pointing out some very strange irregular, ir- tripping over my tongue again, irregularities with some of these spree shootings. In particular, Sandy Hook. Oh, Royce, you gonna go out, Alex Jones, on us? No, no, I believe people died there. I really do. I also believe it wasn't Adam Lanza, and I'll tell you why, maybe in the next podcast. I've been chewing on this for a while. I'm probably going to get some threatening phone calls from dark voices over it, but I don't care. Where There's also some other things that are really funny about some other instances and other shootings that just simply don't make any sense, including the Vegas shooting. But I digress. Let's get back to the focus here. They lost 30 tons, 60,000 pounds of ammonium nitrate, okay? This is used in explosives. Matter of fact, it's used in tannerite explosives, things that I use myself. They are exploding targets and such, and I enjoy shooting those things and watching them go boom. I like make things go boom, yeah, okay. But... They're talking about immediate, making the reference about it being the terrorists use this. It was used in the Oklahoma City bombing. I don't believe that either. And then in conjunction with that now, you've got the federal government, many state governments are working overtime trying to disarm us, we the people. They're pushing so hard for these universal background checks, and they can't understand why we're so resistant to it because according to them, it's going to make us all safer. Yeah, yeah. Why would you be against universal background checks? It makes sure that everybody that buys a gun, even from their neighbor, gets a full and comprehensive background check. No, what it really does, it mandates a total federal registry of all firearms. Now, Speaking of registry, the ATF has already been illegally compiling such a registry, a federal registry. And you know what's funny? They don't seem to care that they're willfully violating the Constitution as well as the federal law that expressly forbids them from doing it. They don't care. I heard recently that one Republican senator has been trying and pushing to pass a law that makes them comply. But as far as I'm concerned, that is pure idiocy. It makes as much sense as gun control because criminals like those in the ATF do not obey laws. They already violate the Supreme Law. They're already violating the federal law that says, no, no, you may not compile a registry. And yet they keep doing it with a big middle finger towards Congress and towards you and towards me. These violent freaking thugs willfully violate the laws, not only against that, but also against murder, against gun trafficking, and many others. And now it's no wonder then that they are illegally attempting to expand their illegal registry, okay? Now, their recent rule change about pistol-braced weapons 
is aimed squarely at one group of Americans and one group only, and that is law-abiding, uh, uh, constitution-loving, gun-owning conservatives. Nobody else. There, this is not aimed at anyone else. This is not aimed at the criminal element. It's aimed at you. It's aimed at me. And they are pushing to see how much we're going to take. I promise you that's exactly what they're doing. They're going to see how much we're going to take. Well, I'll tell you how much I'm going to take, and that is, uh, guess the number, okay? Yeah, less than one. That's right. I'm registering nothing. I'm destroying nothing. Well, Royce, do you have any pistol brace weapons? Well, no, I don't. To be totally honest, I do not. Never, I've just never been into them, never been my thing. But you know what? I might just go buy one just to be an ass. There's no sense in this whatsoever. This recent rule change aimed at you, aimed at me, no one else, not criminals. They know good and dadgum stinking well. No criminal's going to go, well, yeah, I got this uh, pistol brace weapon. I guess I better get it registered. Or I, better, I, I guess I better turn it in or, or destroy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. They know good and well no criminal's going to register their pistol-braced weapons. And old Stevie Dettelbach, that rank little pock-faced totalitarian toad that Obama told Biden to pick to head the rectum of the federal government known as the ATF, he committed perjury before Congress by saying that all anybody has to do to become compliant, and I hate that freaking word now, is to simply remove the brace. That is not true. That is a lie, and he knows it. But what I like is the fact that he said it under oath. So unless he wants to get charged with perjury, then it's okay. Just take the damn brace off. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something tells me he won't be he won't be held to account for his perjury. Yeah, like the rest of them never are. Yeah, that, that's right. We are in a two-tier justice system, like it or not. Rules for thee, but not for me. Again, I say, this so-called rule change is aimed solely at constitutionalists, conservatives, and Christians, or what Marxists like to refer to as white nationalists and white nationalist terrorists, or what the FBI calls domestic violent extremists. Yeah. The only domestic violent extremists we have are in the FBI and the ATF and the DOJ and other federal agencies who have no problem practicing illegal thuggery against the people and the free, responsible exercise of their rights. We'll be right back with more on the Shooting Straight Radio podcast. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. The American Police Hall of Fame. We are the keepers of the history of individual law enforcement officers. We are a facility that honors the fallen and supports their families. We are a training facility that teaches civilians how to be their own first responder. We are a great place to visit and learn. Go to aphf.org to find out more. Sicario's Gun Shop buy, sell, or trade firearms Purchase Class 3 NFA items, custom builds, gunsmithing and cleaning, Liberty Gun Safes. Sicario's Gun Shop fully supports our military and law enforcement. Visit online at sicariosgunshop.com or in person at 5325 
North Wickham Road, Suite 105 in Melbourne, Florida. Sicarios, where you come first for your second. Again, mega thank yous to all the sponsors of this program. I couldn't do it without you guys. I appreciate you immensely. Thank you again so very much. So we've been talking about how all of this legislation and these rule changes and all of this vitriol and hatred by the media and the infringement cartels aim squarely at the law-abiding general public who simply wants to freely exercise the rights they were born with, and it is, uh, it's aimed squarely at you and me, me and you, we people who would do, who would wouldn't even think about countenancing some of the things that even ATF agents have done and FBI agents have done. That's right, like acts of murder and things like that. We say, but Royce, there was an, uh, a court uh, ruling against us, and they, and they enjoined this injunction against the ATF. Well, let's take a close look at that because it might not cover everything you think. And there's an article by John Crump writing for Amolan, and it says Firearms Policy Coalition, or FPC, wins injunction against ATF's pistol brace ban for the plaintiffs, but not for you. Mm, did you catch that? Uh, here's the article. Firearms Policy Coalition, Christopher Lewis uh, and William T. Mock, uh, won an injunction for the plaintiffs against the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. We'll call them the ATF heretofore, um, here and after, I should say. New pistol brace rule. The decision was handed down by a Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals three-judge panel this morning. The panel consisted of two Donald Trump appointees and one George W. Bush appointee. The panel is waiting to hear uh, arguments in Mock versus Garland, where the plaintiffs are taking on the ATF's new pistol brace rule that would reclassify millions of pistols equipped with pistol-stabilizing devices as short-barreled rifles, or SBRs, under the National Firearms Act of 1934. All right, you already know my feelings on the NFA, the National Firearms Act. I explained in two back-to-back -back episodes back in February about how this thing was passed and rammed through illegally, that the law they passed was unlawful. I explained why it was unlawful, so I'm not going to go into it now. But let's just say, for the sake of argument right now, uh, this is an illegal law being illegally enforced by an illegal branch of the government. I digress. It says the change would mean millions of Americans could become felons on June 1st, 2023. I think, I think you meant to say July 1st. Well, no, it might be June 1st. When the window closes to register, destroy, modify, or turn in their firearm equipped with a pistol brace to authorities. I'll tell you what I'm going to, i tell you what. Hey, if, if you could see it, I would put my middle finger up right towards the camera if I was actually on video, and I would send it out to every federal agency. And I'd tell him, here's what I think about your illegal law and your enforcement of it. Oh, yeah, you talk tough behind a mic, Royce. Uh, you ask anybody that knows me, I stand up, I back up my words. When I stand up and I plant my feet, I don't care if I go down with a sucking chest wound, baby. I stand for what's right. And I want all of you out there to do it, too. Oh, but I might get hurt. I don't care. I've been, I've, you know how many broken bones and wounds I've had? Good grief, man. And what, what, what are they going to do? Kill me? Yeah, you're going to try to scare me with heaven? Uh, go ahead, bring it on. Bring it on. 
We need to plant our feet and be like this. We need to be of one mind, people. We need to have this fury rise up within us at these constant rank violations of our rights. And until we do that and let them know how pissed off we are, they're not going to get the freaking point. The injunction will protect the status quo until the appeals court can hear the case that has been granted expedited status. That's good. By granting the injunction, the court seems to indicate that they believe that the plaintiffs are likely to succeed on the merits of the case because that is one of the hurdles that must be overcome to receive an injunction from the court. Okay, that's good too. Looking good. And if we can do it with the court, that's fine. But you know what? This shouldn't even be in the court. The court should look at the NFA and say, that law was passed illegally. I'm throwing this crap out. The ATF can grab a hammer and head for the beach and we're done. Case closed. Gavel down. Let's go get lunch. The case claims that the new rule violates the, administ the Administrative Procedures Act because the ATF has no authority to make such a regulation, and they don't. The plaintiffs claim that the ATF is sidestepping Congress and making a de facto law at the behest of the White House for political gain, because they are. The Biden administration has openly opposed gun owners and the Second Amendment. Biden's ATF has increased the revocation of FFLs by 500% for errors and paperwork under its zero-tolerance policy. Firearms Policy Coalition is claiming that the ATF also is violating the rule of lenity. The rule of lenity states that if a law is ambiguous or unclear, it must be interpreted for the defense of the people and not the government. You see, the ATF has that backwards too. The ATF purposely writes vague rules and they will always rule in their own favor. The article continues, the Fifth Circuit Court has taken on the rule of lenity in Cargill versus Garland where it ruled that the Trump-era bump stock ban violated the legal principle, and it did. Now, this I could go on and on. This article goes... Uh, goes on further. Uh, I'm just going to read you the last paragraph. And by the way, gun owners of America were very active in this fight too, and they still are. Go to uh, gunowners.org and join GOA today. Join FPC too. It says, if a nationwide injunction is not issued, the new rule will go into effect on June 1st, 2023, and the window to register a braced pistol with a stabilizing device attached for a tax stamp with a forbearance of the $200 fee will be closed. Well, I got something better than that to send to the ATF. I think, matter of fact, if you want a copy of this, you're more than welcome to. And matter of fact, if I decide to go ahead and buy one of those pistol-braced weapons, I will send a copy of this to the ATF. Matter of fact, you know what? No, I'm going to send them a copy anyway, just to piss them off. You remember in a couple of programs ago, I talked about a resolution of noncompliance that I wrote for the state of Florida when there was a threatened assault weapons ban that was supposed to be attached to the Constitution as a constitutional amendment. And it was adopted by the Republican Liberty Caucus, who basically handed out copies of that to the entirety of the state legislature in Tallahassee. 
And um, so I talked about that, and I talked about uh, you know, how if you wanted a copy of that, you could simply uh, hit me an email, Royce at ShootingStraightRadio.com, and I would send you a copy. And pro- I think about seven of you now have asked for a copy, and thank you. Make copies, pass it around. Make it your own. Modify it to say what you want it to say. Don't be threatening or belligerent. You simply tell them, look, if we have to defend ourselves, we will. Don't you start talking about attacking people and stuff like that. Then you'll play right into their hands. Don't be an idiot, okay? But this is a resolution I wrote literally uh, about 10 minutes before I got behind the mic here today. And it's a resolution of noncompliance with unlawful pistol brace rule change and other infringements, in particular, the NFA. And here it is. Whereas the infringement of the right of the people to keep and bear arms by any and all means is strictly forbidden in the United States Constitution, and neither the legislative, executive, or judicial branches have any constitutional authority to violate said prohibition by legislation, taxation, executive order, or judicial ruling, and... Whereas the word arms in the Second Amendment plainly means arms for war and or battle, and that it was clearly the intention of the founders for the people to be more powerful than their government, which was clearly stated in the writings upon which the Second Amendment was founded, and whereas the National Firearms Act of 1934, here and after referred to as the NFA, was indeed a purposeful, direct infringement of the right of the people to keep and bear arms by illegally taxing and registering certain arms deemed by constitutionally ignorant, corrupt government officials as being too dangerous for citizens to own, pointing to the actions of violent criminals as their justification for so doing, and that Congress had no authority to create such a tax upon a natural right of the people and they committed a criminal act of aggression against the people in their God-given rights to such arms by passing the NFA, and whereas the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, hereinafter referred to as the BATFE or ATF, created as an enforcement arm of the IRS to enforce the taxes upon alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, was illegally tasked to illegally enforce the NFA, which they have done through multiple criminal acts of violence and murder against untold numbers of citizens of the United States, and whereas this criminal organization, which has never been held accountable for any of their wanton violence and murders against the people, and who have a long, bloody history of waging unchecked warfare against the Second Amendment in the name of the NFA, which essentially establishes them as domestic enemies of the Constitution, and whereas the ATF is not now nor ever has been a legislative body that may circumvent Congress and dictate laws and penalties to the people, and that any rules, ordinances, or directives they issue are automatically null and void if the people declare them so to be, and any attempted enforcement of such rules, ordinances, or directives may be lawfully resisted with whatever force necessary to effect a robust defense against the rights of the people and the Constitution. And, 
Whereas the legislative and executive branches of the American government have failed to uphold and defend the Constitution and, conversely, have been the primary assailants thereof, and as the Supreme Court of the United States is incapable of enforcing the supreme law upon corrupt federal agencies like the ATF, the final line of defense of the Constitution and of the Bill of Rights falls to the people. And... Whereas we the people are the final authority in all matters of the Constitution and are the rightful masters of both Congress and the courts, be it therefore known that we the lawful citizens of the United States do hereby resolve to defy and resist any and all gun control laws and their enforcement. Such laws do nothing to inhibit violent crime or criminals and are aimed solely at lawful citizens." We will no longer register, destroy, or surrender any of our arms, including but not limited to pistol braces, and any attempts to enforce the NFA will be met with lawful, vigorous resistance by the people. It is our prayer that those who desire to impose and enforce these unlawful infringements will recognize their errors and bring themselves back into constitutional compliance. But if not, we will be left with no choice but to exercise our God-given right and duty to resist. Be it assured that we will continue to freely exercise our rights with or without the approval of the federal or state governments or the approval of the courts or our fellow citizens, so help us God. With assurances, we the armed people of the United States. At the end of this, I included some quotes from our founders. James Madison, Federalist Paper Number 46, he said, The ultimate authority resides in the people alone. I included these quotes in order to bolster the things that I stated therein, because too many of these little federal mugwumps will look at this stuff and laugh and chortle and go, uh, Tell me about it, peon, what you going to do? Well, you know, one bee might not scare you. But when the whole hive comes out and starts stinging your ass, you'll pay attention real quick, won't you? Not only that, Tench Cox in the Pennsylvania Gazette in 1788, he said, Congress has no power to disarm the militia, that is, the people. Their swords and every other terrible implement of the soldier are the birthright of an American. The unlimited power of the sword is not in the hands of either the federal or state government, but where I trust in God it will ever remain in the hands of the people. George Mason, during some debates, uh, he stated very plainly, he said, I ask, sir, what is the militia? It is the whole of the people, except for a few public officials. Thomas Jefferson stated, the strongest reason for people to retain the right to keep and bear arms is as a last resort to protect themselves against tyranny in government. And Thomas Jefferson wrote a letter to James Madison in which he stated, what country can preserve its liberties if their rulers are not warned from time to time that their people preserve the spirit of resistance? Let them take arms. Thanks for hanging with me on this edition of the Shooting Straight Radio podcast. If you'd like a copy of that resolution, let me know. I'll email it to you in an attachment and you can modify it as you wish. 
Uh, once you modify it, you take responsibility for it. Again, don't make belligerent threats or claims or anything like that. The best thing you could do if you're going to modify it or, or change it at all is maybe a grammar change because I don't have the best. So uh, take that under advisement if you do want a copy of this. I will catch you on the next podcast. You better be in contact with your reps. You better let them know we're pissed off. Matter of fact, send them this resolution of noncompliance too. Send one to your state government while you're at it. Keep your powder dry, people. Keep your head on a swivel. And never forget, incoming rounds always have the right of way. Royce out. Second Amendment University. Class dismissed.